It's a weird snapshot in history where a movie's fake beard budget probably outweighed their Sharon Stone budget. Jamie, yep. let's go watch Deadly Blessing. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. Uh, we're an 80s movie podcast. Every two weeks, we talk about a different movie from the 1980s. I am one of your two hosts. My name's Doug McCambridge, and with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. Hello, hello. And even though the Skype camera's not working, I'm pretty sure you're, what, eating a spider, right? Is that what I'm you're just covered today? in it. I just got three spiders on my face. I'm just I'm just dealing with it. Or a spider just laying delicately across my chest. Okay. Oh, ch- yeah. <laughs> the, the eye work that Sharon Stone does when oh. that spider is on her <laughs> is she is acting against no one and just giving it her all. She really does. She really does. I feel like there are two there are two actresses that we've come across in during this podcast that are, are opposite ends of the spectrum. There okay. is um, Demi Moore, who we watched during the, what was that 3D movie with the, oh, it was Parasite. Parasite. Mm-hmm. Where I was totally baffled at the end of that movie why she ever got any other acting jobs because she was terrible in that. Yeah, she wasn't good. But she has a unique look. No. Can I? Yeah, maybe? I guess. Yeah. But then when we watched um, Julia Roberts in Mystic Pizza, like she was radiant. And like in every yeah. scene she was in, your attention was drawn directly to her. Mm-hmm. I thought Sharon Stone would fall into one of those two camps, but she's just kind of in the middle. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Well, and the character she's meant to play is this, like... (laughs) It's confusing. Yes, it's confusing how she fits in the movie and how that whole spider thing fits in the movie. (laughs) And who is the man? Is that the incubus that she dreams about? I don't... Don't know. You mean the man that grabs her face? Yeah. (laughs) Where I looked and I went, I don't think that's Sharon Stone. No, no, Maybe that's a really pale Sharon Stone. Right. Yeah, I, I don't... There's a lot... This movie throws everything at the wall and is like i don't know what's gonna stick but let's just do it all give this a try yeah we'll see how it shakes out in the end yeah 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 we'll definitely have amish i mean we start it was so did we even say what our movie is no 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 why put that out there no this is the fun part while the listeners are trying to guess no i'm just saying why don't we at the beginning let's just front load this everybody um this is our halloween season yes it's it's October, so we got two scary movies, quote unquote scary movies, coming your way. Oh, I was scared. Um, if you, <laughs> okay. I mean, when I was a little afraid at the end, at the very end, I was a little. I, do, I have to tell you, I was a little afraid because I did not see that very, very end. Yes, I that's what I got freaked out. Coming. I was like, oh. 
And the Amish, just something about that weird chanting, humming, oh, thing that they do creeps me out. Yeah. I get it. There was something tranquil about this movie. There's something about just a movie with nobody in it and nothing going on and no surroundings that is a little serene, but also could be creepy. I can see that. Yeah. But anyway, we do have another scary movie. If you can't get enough scary movies, we have a Patreon episode right now up. It's there. Happy birthday to all of you, I guess, when you listen to it. (laughs) To everyone who listens to that. And I don't know what it is. And and I'm not trying to spoil my feelings about this movie because maybe I thought it was amazing. But I don't know. Between (laughs) between this and House on Sorority Row and Silver Bullet, for whatever reason, for our Patreon episodes, we are picking some gems and having a great time yeah. with them. Yeah. That's why the pa- that's why they are the patrons. They get a little bit more of that like a yeah. uh, little more cinnamon well, in their french toast. Yeah, well like like you said, uh, <laughs> we treat those um episodes as though we're not wearing underwear to school on Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no underwear Friday. Commando Friday, if you will. Right. So if you want more discussions like that, uh, I guess go to patreon.com slash good times, great movies and check out everything we have there. We have so much bonus content, including the newest bonus content. Happy birthday to me is the title. Happy birthday to me. And what is it? You get all of this for what? Five dollars a month. Yeah, it's a minimal payment. Yeah, I think one time we tried to work it out, and I think you said it's one penny a day. That's not correct, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> roughly one penny a day. What's five dollars? You, you buy a little. You, you can't even get a vente coffee, right? Is aren't they like twelve dollars? I don't even know. But I don't know. Is vente big or little? that's the biggest of the okay. biggest? All right. Okay. No, it's you can't the, get a Starbucks that's drink of any sort. Yeah, Starbucks is the only get people like. like large regular coffee for like three dollars our bonus content hours was it 25 hours at this point it's like a lot slightly more than a regular coffee at starbucks which isn't even very good and you might find that the uh episode caffeinates you like uh coffee would you know, you might get so jazzed by listening to us just giggle like like schoolgirls at Gary Busey in Silver <laughs> right. Bullet. Yeah, I may have fallen asleep while watching Silver Bullet, <laughs> but I didn't fall asleep while doing the episode. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, go there and follow us on all the things. One thing I forgot that is an option is if you go to our website, uh, you can apparently email us right from the website, and I will get that email. So if if you are a huge supporter of the president and you want to yell at us for stuff we said in an episode, I guess go to the website and send me an email. I'll get it and read it. Maybe, maybe, yeah, there you have it. Well, depending on when you listen to this, maybe... By the time you listen to this, we love our current president. Oh. Who knows? You know, if you, if you stumble upon this True. two, three, perhaps a month from now, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're big fans of Mike Pence if he's president. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, all of that being said, this is all stuff we normally say at the end. Um, but we are talking about we get to dip into the pool that is... The Wes Craven filmography. Oh, the bloody pool. The startling pool. This is an interesting 
period in Wes Craven's filmography because like his stuff in the 70s was gritty and violent and gross and horrific. And then when he did Nightmare on Elm Street, he sort of hit his stride and even something like People Under the Stairs. This is a weird middle point. <laughs> this movie doesn't necessarily fit into either of those categories. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, but it's Deadly Blessing from 1981. Oh, yes. Deadly Blessing. It said it on the thing. When you hit play on the podcast, it said it. You know Yeah, so you know. About. You know. You don't need us to tell you. And we've given you enough context clues now that you could Google that shit. Um. <laughs> talk about, yeah. I like the fact that somebody's listening. They're Googling. They're like, like What Sharon in God's Stone. name are they talking about <laughs> Amish West spiders. Craven. I guarantee yeah. you, you put those words into Google. Deadly blessing does yeah, come up. See, because it's amazing this this Google genius that we have. But anyway, deadly blessing, nineteen eighty one. Um, our opening uh, is just a bunch of still photos of the Amish doing their Amish work. <laughs> right? Old timey, mm -hmm. black and white. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're old timey. They. <laughs> It could be modern photos. They might be They're modern, made Amish. to look old time. Well, it's the Amish, so they don't. It's the Amish. It's... They don't. They don't like tractors. Mm -mm. Uh, they apparently don't like the incubus. Yeah, <laughs> the um... incubus. <laughs> they don't like machinery. They're a man. They 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 do plow their own land by hand. They travel by horse and buggy. There's no need for cars. There's no need for machinery. They are hardworking people. They don't like women who may steal their men away. No, they don't like slutty women, that's for sure. They do not like <laughs> slutty women. One guy doesn't like paintings. They don't like a whole lot. And but then there's one man with a terrible beard that they that they honor the most in Hold their on, community. One man? One man with a terrible beard? Oh, there's Did several you with see a terrible beard. That worship church scene because that is just wall to wall glued oh, yeah. on beards. Yeah. That is, ooh, and the whipping that boy gets on his hip. That poor kid. But that kid was kind of a jerk. I'm not saying that he deserves to have his hands beat by Ernest Borgnine, who's having a ball doing it, yeah, too. Yeah. Did you see those giant Raising eyes Raising his, his arm so high in the air for every whip that He's before so he cracks excited. it. Mm -hmm. Also, they're not Amish. They're not Amish. No, so, it's not Amish. You know, we don't want to besmirch any Amish people that are listening to this, I guess, on their iPhone right now. <laughs> to our Amish listeners out there, I understand that Wes Craven did not want to offend you, so characters make it very clear that these are Hittites. <laughs> Hittites. Hittites, which, like I've said, it sounded to me like they were having some sort of visceral um, reaction, like an allergy attack every time they said it. In this movie, I was like, "What are they calling them? Hittites? Hittites? Hittites?" I just, I just don't think they needed to keep saying it. Just say it once or again. Call them Amish. No, the Amish community is not going to sue you. Keep it simple for us. That can't keep up, right? That's right. Yes, boy, we've really been dancing around this. We haven't even started this movie, but anyway, yes, like you said, um, they the. Uh, it's all old photos and then it dissolves into modern times where the Amish, we're not going to call them Hittites. We're just going to call them. We'll the call Amish. them Amish. Yeah. Yeah. The Amish are actually fielding their land and doing their thing. And on, they're working in full suits. Too, oh, yeah. Like, but that's how they do. Oh, that's how they do. I guess. But do you think they really wear those jackets? Like I'm sure if they're raising a barn, 
if all my Amish, and I'm just thinking about Weird Al's Amish Paradise, I okay. think they take the jackets off and they just work in the white shirts and suspenders. I, I could see the white shirts and suspenders, but we're not doing like wife beaters by any means, right? It's like a, <laughs> no, that's not an Amish like, look. Like mustard stains <laughs> yeah. on them. Uh, no mustard from their pretzels. Don't the Amish like to eat a good warm baked pretzel? I don't know. Maybe that's just. I don't know. It sounds I don't know. right. Yeah, the, I'm gonna feed them pretzels. I think they'd like it. Um, so besides the Amish that we're introduced to, oh my there's god, also... we have to watch that. We have to do that movie where Harrison Ford pretends to be an Amish guy. The Witness. That go- one. Yes. Yeah. We have to yeah. do Witness. Yeah. That that's that was on my. Uh, Amish. Well, there's only so many movies made about the Amish. There's also one in the '90s that I didn't see. Did I? With... Did I steal your recommendation of Witness? Oh no, no, no. Oh, no. okay. No, because right, I haven't okay. seen Witness, so I can't recommend oh, it. Then we have to do Witness. Yeah, even more so. We're never going to talk about this movie. All right. So after we meet some of our Amish farmers via um, photographs, then we're like you said, transformed into kind of color modern day here we are and there's also a farmer and his wife and i didn't know that when farmers leave for the day apparently they just hop on their little tractors and on their john deers and they drive off so this farmer hops on his tractor like he's on his way to work which is his farm right and she runs his loving wife runs out to him with his lunch and is like oh don't forget this love you and then he just drives off on his tractor (laughs) like Because you just have to assume he's going to the field, which is right next to his house. house. Why does he need his lunch? But it was really funny how they were like, yeah, this is how a farmer goes to work. It is adorable. Yes, they are a very cute couple. And I I kept coming back to that because then after spoiler, like he's dead. I was like, oh, this is kind of sad. Like this is sadder than it needs to be. And they say she's pregnant. I mean, she's never showing or never even talks about, no. oh, the baby or what am I going to need? They never, ever, other than the Amish every now and then being like, but she has the child inside of her. <laughs> and her. Very she, late in the movie, the crazy neighbor. Oh, yeah. Yells out she's pregnant. And I was, I was watching this going, oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. Because we don't really talk about it. She never talks about it. But no. you have this adorable couple um, that we're introduced to that they they live on the same land, I guess, in the same community well, they're, they're just as neighbors. the Amish. But they're yeah. more neighbors. And then there's, I'm only, listen, I hate using this word, but they use it in this movie. They call the one, who's that actor? Because he's from... Uh, He's what's his name? Don't know who Tim Allen. The, I'm sorry, no, the actor who plays that, and I, I hate using this word. So retard. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, Michael Barron. Yes, yes, yes. They yeah. call he was him in that. the he was in the Hills Have Eyes. Yes, you've yes. seen him in in a ton of stuff. And yeah, because he's, he's kind of crazy looking. Today, he's still like well, doing conventions, him. and he's in his seventies. Yeah, yeah, good for him. There's a girl that's that's painting. Okay. Here's the thing. I think we just have to establish yeah. that there are basically three farms. All adjacent to each other. Yes. Yeah. There's the Amish farm. Mm-hmm. There's this cute, adorable couple who mm-hmm. the wife is pregnant. And then there's this girl who paints and her kind of super wacky mother. Yeah. They're not Hittites. And this cute couple aren't Hittites. Well, they're not. Of. the Right. Yeah. The okay. husband is a former Right. It's basically this Amish community mm-hmm. surrounded by two other families who aren't 
Amish. Now let's dive into this. Why did you think that the crazy lady and her painting, how do you think they got on that land? Because the couple is on the land because he was a former Hittite. Hittite. And uh, he <laughs> so it's he inherited his, the land or his, something. No, it's, yeah. they say it. His dad was the leader and he part of his inheritance was right. getting that land. And yeah. when he was kicked out, for going to school and meeting her, he still got to keep the home. Which, P.S., the home has this little, like, garden gate out front, and the mm-hmm. home that the couple lives in is called Our Blessing. But yeah. it's a deadly blessing. <laughs> so titular. It's like half titular. <laughs> hey, any amount of titular counts. So yeah. where, why do you think that crazy lady was on the land? I'll tell you what I think, and then you tell me what you think. Okay, no, go ahead, because our, our theories may match up. I thought that maybe that lady had some sort of affair with the master Hittite man, and that mm. daughter, who's a little bit crazy, was somehow related. She was like the bastard child of right. a Hittite, and that's why they let that lady have some of that land. Is this... Because we just watched Happy Birthday to Me. Yes, 110%. Yes. I just assumed that perhaps she lured one of the Hittite men away and he is the father of her child. Oh, and then and he then passed he away. Eventually ran off. I think later oh. in the movie she says he ran off. Like he left. Yeah, she does say When she's sitting about with them talking about the. Talking about drowning her baby. These friends of hers are so ill-defined. I had no idea. I, I didn't know where they were from. Sharon Stone looks like she should be a runway model or something. Like, at the end when she's wearing, like, a kicky beret when she's leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. like, what is going on? Why are you dressing like this? The other girl really seems to be in... Uh, I guess into like hitting on guys and exercising, and, and yeah, like these these characters don't have lives or personalities. Why can't they just be more like Martha? I mean, I'm not. I I just don't. They're weird. Different personalities don't come to anything. They don't play a role or help them or I like how they never even wrap up or care that they look for their other friend or that she was burned alive. They do. <laughs> They have no idea. It's like they don't even know that happened at the end. I guess they have their own worries because, you know, well, they, they are under attack themselves. I mean, they have big worries. How about this sheriff? How about this do-nothing sheriff? Oh, this sheriff Who, could care less. Oh, my God. And he's there at the end, just standing there, still not doing anything, not saying anything. He says goodbye to Sharon Stone and I think tells her to have a safe trip. Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah. What a... Oh. God, what are we doing in this movie? What, oh, what are we doing? Oh, I'll tell you what we're doing. All right, okay. We're no, hiding no, let's from do the it. incubus is what we are. All right, this l- woman is painting in a field. There's just a lot of tension between seemingly all these families, mm-hmm. but also the painting girl and her mom don't really seem to have much of a relationship or know much about the cute couple. Well, I don't know how new they are, this couple. Because right. from what we know, they're together, and he left, we find out, because she tells her friends later. Mm-hmm. He got, he had to leave their, his Amish, whatever they are, community, yep. Amish community. One of the reasons was he went off to school. That's mm-hmm. where he meets her, and then they get married, and that's what set the family off, that they are married. But 
even though he's not a part of the family and the community, he still has this sweet farmhouse that I guess is part of his inheritance. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they both decide, well, even though it might bug the shit out of your family, let's still live here and start our own family. I guess they're just going to become farmers. I don't know what he yeah. went to school for. I don't know if her friends have ever really met him before. Like, were they all in college together? We don't get any of that. Mm -mm. Her friends come to support her, which After is great. After he's been murdered. Yes, which right. is really, really nice. But they don't really talk about him, so I don't know if they even knew him. Mm -mm. Well, they even do say, like, so she's now moved. She, I think she's from L.A. Her friends come in from L.A. But now she lives on this farm in the middle of, I don't know, nowhere. Uh, rural Pennsylvania? Yeah, we'll say that. Sure. So they... Uh, oh, my God. Okay. We're not even through, like, the first paragraph of my notes. Oh. Well, so, we got a lot of sidebars. I, no, I know. Yeah. And this is all stuff that will come up later. But anyway, so these two adorable... Just they're so in love. They're so they're they're having some wine at night in the living. Boy, we're in this living room a lot in this movie. Yeah, so yeah. They're in this living room. Uh, they have sex. Oh yeah. And they um, make love. That's they what make I meant. Love. Yeah. That's what yeah, they I make meant. anniversary love because it's their one year anniversary. So they've only been married a year. Oh yes. But while they're making love, there is trouble. Someone is clearly watching them. Mm -hmm. Making the love. Yeah. And after they've made their love, he uh, he's wants to go to the barn. He wants to fix something on his tractor. Yeah, he was going to fix the tractor earlier. But, but she convinced like, him maybe anniversary sex is more important than fixing your tractor. Yes, yeah. exactly. So he goes out at, I'm assuming, 3 a.m. to go check out his tractor. But somebody starts it up. He hears it running in the barn. Yes. And he goes in and he shouts. And then next thing we know... It's really weird because it's not a whole lot of blood. Um, no, it's, it's not any blood. There's more paint in this movie than yes, blood. Yes, yes. And the tractor just runs into him and he's just dead. And that's. It's a very casual running over. I mean, tractors don't it's move slow that motion. Quickly. All the deaths, in, well, not all of them, but a lot of the deaths in this movie happen in slow motion. This one being one of them. The tractor it's hits him so and he's so slow too. Yes. Because tractors are slow and they slow that down. So it looks like he could have gotten out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So many times. But he is crushed or pinned under the tire or something. He's dead. And Martha finds him and it's oh, tragic. Oh, her face, and her sad. terrible shocked face. <laughs> These I, I have to tell you, here's here's one thing that I found amazing about this movie. Uh, Sharon Stone, it's not her first movie, but it's her first speaking role oh. in a movie. Oh. So great. You know what? Let's launch that, that career. That makes sense because she went for it. These other two women, mm -hmm. this is the last film they made. Oh. Both of them. Oh. They were both uh, staples on the Nancy Drew Hardy Boys show okay. in the 70s. Okay. And then this was kind of it for them. After this, that was no more. Well, yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. So she, um, they have a funeral. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's some Amish yeah. people on the, and it's just her at the funeral. They bury him, and it's her and like 
the, it's the so guy. crazy. Yeah. This hundred year old grave digger who has taken his sweet time. Oh yeah, and he's like, his grave. Uh, you can go. She's like, no, I'll stay yeah. here and watch. And there's creepy Amish, like a family of creepy Amish watching from on top of the hill. And even the grave digger's like. Oh, this is weird. They only do it for one of their own. So at this point in the movie, we did not know that Jim was one of them at some point. Mm-hmm. But this is when we get the the idea that he was. Right. And they all walk away, mm-hmm. except for this one woman, mm-hmm. Ernest Borgnine, Jim's brother, uh, John? Is his name John? Yeah, the brother is John. Okay, yeah. yes. So they all walk away, and this one woman is left standing there staring down. And this is the woman who we find out later is engaged. I'm oh, assuming, the to psychopath, John. the one that goes nuts. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, was she originally like supposed to be with Jim? Oh, very you know? possible. And then he's but like, then hey, he baby, met, like, I'm just gonna go to school. Wait for me until I get back. Oh yeah, and maybe that's why she flips out. Mm-hmm. Because then the other brother goes for the other friend, and she's yeah. like, "I just can't get it. Maybe I should yeah. start shaving my legs like those other women do." Yeah, she's having a hard time. Yeah. Which, like, she seems very irrational and flies off the handle at the drop of a hat. But how about maybe her this is crazy why? eyes at the end when oh she has <laughs> this whole thing, this whole ending where they give you five different endings? I was so confused. Well, you're right. Maybe she has every right to turn psycho. Sure. But, yeah. okay, so now this is when the friends come in town. Her husband's hey, died. We infuse some life into this movie, some fun. So here they come. Sharon Stone, and I don't know the other actress's name, but it's Vicky. What are those? Lana is the Sharon Stone character. Yep. Lana and Vicky. Vicky. Let's just okay. call them the sassy friends. They are. Because that's, that's kind of what they are. That's what they are. And they want to come and keep Lana some company. She's not ready. She never wants to Martha. leave this crazy. Or like what I call her, Marsha. No, you said Lana. Oh, sorry. Um, no, no, no. Because okay. I think I have Marsha written down too. Okay. She never wants to leave this house. And at some point, you just got to say good riddance. You know what I mean? Your friends from LA are here. Just be like, hey, let's go to the beach. Why are we staying at this creepy farm? She is determined. Child on the way to what? Grow these crops, harvest them on her own. She's a determined lady. It's for the in the honor of her husband, of her dead husband, okay. I guess. All right. Okay. Um, I'll buy it. So as we have this, these ladies kind of motley crewing around. We have a motley crew of young Amish boys who are also kind of fiddling around the uh, barn. Oh my! Terrible God. acting by this. What oh. is this crew? I, I don't know. This ragtag group of Amish street toughs. I guess. Like this, Are they even? It's these children who look like children. And then Michael Berryman, a guy in his 40s mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. And then a very large child. Yeah. <laughs> who is this kid <laughs> with this big, goofy, floppy hair sticking out? I don't know, hat? but he's the one that at the church uh, puts... Like tattles on everyone, I guess, with his little note and in I the love hat. How he, he had it written down yeah, in his head. He was ready. He was I like, love it. I love it. I'll confess, I've been feeling bad about it since this happened. So mm-hmm. there he goes snooping around because we know this death has happened in this barn. Yeah. And they want to see the blood or something. I didn't know if they wanted to see the blood or just like check out this cool ass tractor that we're not allowed to I have. I think a little bit of all of it because the okay. tractor is something that, you know, they can't. 
their kind isn't supposed to mess with, and there was a death there. So I think that they're boys and they're just interested in it all. At, well, at the same time, the um, weirdo neighbor, the mother of the the girl who paints things, mm-hmm. um, she's bringing Martha home. Mm-hmm. And this is a very strange interaction because Martha oh, gets because yes. this is when she's talking to her like, hey, you know what? We should really hang out. We never really spend much time together. Blah blah blah. And she says something like, she goes, you need something. You just call me. And then like the eye glance, like, yes, bites her fist and like looks she, her up and down. Like, yes, yes. It is, it's really weird. I agree. I noted it too. I was like, what is that? Because this older lady was also flirting with Jim mm-hmm. at the beginning when he was on his tractor. So I was like, this lady wants everyone she in does. this house. She's a lonely woman. Yes. With a man child she's raising, I guess. A man child? She's not Michael Berryman's. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> they don't say she's a man child. They say she's. Oh, my God. What do they say at the end of this? She's the incubus at the end. Well, no, they call her something. They call her. Oh, my God. They call her a half and a half. <laughs> <laughs> like the creamer. <laughs> it's oh, really man. terrible. Oh, man. All right. We got to. That's a big reveal. That, was... know, that is a huge Weird reveal that also kind of goes nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. I was like, "What the?" F-? And I was like, "What did she? What are we exposing? That she's flat chested? What's the?" Ex- <laughs> it's like, what are we looking? I was like, "What are we looking at right here?" And how does your top just open? How does it just? <laughs> and then fall later, open? she's like, just walking around like whatever. I'll just hang out with it. Just open now. <laughs> whatever. This is. This is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Everyone knows my dark secret. I guess I'm just going to smash but through windows. But she's clearly a woman. Like, she's got, like, the... Clearly she's... a woman. Yes. Yeah. Not a half and half. <laughs> Not a half and half. Is she just, you know, does she just have tiny breasts? Is that That's it? what I thought. So there's this big reveal that happens at the at a certain point with our painter chick. And she's thrown on the floor and a shirt is, her blouse is ripped <laughs> open. And it's like, oh, and I didn't see the <gasps> issue. I was like, what? Everybody. She's got small Martha nipples. Martha looks what? shocked. Martha yeah. looks shocked by this. And I was like, oh, great. Just nudity for no reason. Yeah, that's what I was like. Why are we? I wasn't shocked. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll get there eventually. What's Three the hours case of the loose we'll shoe? There. What What is that about? So Michael Berryman and these weird little children. Uh, he sneaks into the barn because he's like, "You, you're all a bunch of chickens. I'll do it because I'm a grown man." Right. So while he's in this barn, Martha shows up and he freaks out and he has to escape very quickly. But I guess he loses his shoe in this barn. Oh, I see. But doesn't want to tell his father that he was snooping. So he tells him they lost it in the mud and stuff. And his dad's like, why isn't your other shoe muddy, you creep? Go find oh. it. So that's why he goes back to the house at night. And that's when, oh, well, did we even, should we, are we there? No, go, yeah, 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 we're there. Yeah, I think we're there. Well, yeah. we don't want to skip over Sharon Stone's first dream. I love how Sharon Stone is just drinking shots alone. Yeah, before room, bed. At night. <laughs> So Sharon Stone, for whatever reason, I don't know where the jogging friend is sleeping, but oh, Sharon yeah. Stone has been given this sort of attic room yeah. with a nice little balcony off the back and everything. But it is very creepy and cobwebby, and 
So that's where she's sleeping. And yeah, she just pulls a bottle of something out of her. Takes a couple sips before bed and then just tucks herself in. You know what, Sharon Stone, though? I get it. You know, you're trying to fall asleep somewhere. You're not. Farms can be very quiet. You're from the city. And so you need a little little something, a little nightcap, you know? Little something to help you drift Mm -hmm. off. I I Mm -hmm. understand. Oh, she doesn't have her crazy dream yet. This is just when she stares at the bug on the ceiling. She just sees a spider. Yeah, Yeah, she sees a spider on the ceiling, which looks big and very very scary yeah. and she just closes her eyes like well if i don't see it i guess it's i guess not there. it's not there <laughs> but then we get a little we get some nudity martha undresses and our our creepy man friend uh watches and very interesting i i have to say that the I, I assume this was probably in the actress who played Martha's contract because it's odd that we get no nudity during the sex scene yeah i agree but we get undressing nudity and tubby time nudity. Oh, like, yeah. We, yeah, like her contract must have been like, uh-uh, no, no, no. I, I'm not interacting with people while I'm naked. I will be alone, and I will do that if you need me And to. I'm fine with a crotch cam when I'm in the bath. Sure. That's sure. fine. <laughs> that crotch cam shot, I don't know how familiar you are with A Nightmare on Elm Street. That shot is right from A Nightmare on Elm oh. Street. It's amazing. It's amazing that he literally did the same thing in a movie that he made like three years later. It's it's really great because it's like Freddie's knife glove comes up from the water right between her legs. Just, just like, like the, the snake. snake does. Yeah, ah. it's, yeah, it's pretty great. How do you not feel that thing in the water with you? It's not just a bar soap, P.S. I don't know. <laughs> and why? If something falls in the water, why do you search for it? Just get out of the water and be like, what the fuck is in here with me? Yeah. I like when she's so scared and then she reaches down and goes, oh, yeah. you, you bar of soap, yeah. you tricky little bar of soap. She's like, and then to kill the snake, she doesn't even, it's like she just, she jumps out of the bath, doesn't say anything to her Do- friends. Doesn't say anything to her friends. Grabs a poker, fire poker, and slays the shit out of that <laughs> snake. And then it's just like, yeah. That's really oh, weird. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because Sharon says, like, what are you doing? Nope, no time no, to explain I this. No, I can't. No, i got to kill a snake pronto. Like, we're not there yet. Oh, sorry. Michael, Michael Barrymore. Oh, he's going to die Barryman, first. Whatever his name yeah. is. So watches her undress, yes. And he finds, like, an empty knife sheath. Yeah. Like, what you would put your knife into if you're not using it. He finds it and looks at it, and then... Bam. Another slow motion kill. It's slow motion when he stabbed. Because he's stabbed, oh and he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> No sound, though. He doesn't make sound because it's not like Martha hears him outside no. or anything like that. No, she's just ready to hang out and, you know, have some wine with her friends. The shoe flies in the air that he's got in his hand. He's holding the shoe, <laughs> sure, and it flies sure it in does. slow motion in the air. Uh, anyway, and now the two men come to the farmhouse to look for him. Right, yeah. They show up in the morning, Ernest Borgnine and whoever the guy is who is Michael Berryman's father. Mm-hmm. And I like how Ernest Borgnine's like, hey, listen, crazy man, let me do the talk yeah. here, okay? Yeah. This woman is a possible incubus. Not sure. We'll find that out later. But let me do the talking. He says like three words and the other guy runs up and he's like, uh, have you seen my son? Uh, he's a big guy. He's bald. Uh, maybe looking for a shoe around here. Yeah, yeah. Like, way, way to not talk, man. <laughs> he's anxious. He wants to find his son. She's very nice about it. She's like, oh, no, I haven't seen him. And Ernest Borden like, all right, great. Hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. Give us your land back. <laughs> 
basically, she's like, no, no, we can pull it. No, this is my land. I don't want to take. Do you want my answer now? Because my answer is no. And he's like, yeah. may you be damned in hell. <laughs> he gets so upset. He goes from he like zero to, a little yes. bit all the time. Yes. <laughs> How about her friends, too? Her husband just died. What? Perhaps the day before. Yeah. I don't know a time frame. I here. think his body is still in the barn. Oh, no, no, no. He oh, buried the body. No, no, they no. buried the body. Well, yeah. Is it still buried? We don't know. Oh, we'll yeah, that's out. right. We'll find out later. But, <laughs> Why does um, it come back? Yeah. How, about her, how about her jogging friend who she's like, oh, my God, man. If I kick the bucket, ooh, my parents would take this land and oh, they yeah. put up condos. I'm like, whoa, this just happened. And later, Sharon Stone comes in the kitchen and was like, oh, I had such a scary dream about a spider. And this woman goes, whoa, whoa, hey, her husband just died. Don't bring yeah, it down here. Yeah, let's not depress her. <laughs> yeah. But Sharon Stone's real weird. So, yeah, this, the both of the friends are weird because Sharon Stone has just got this. Now, they oh. came to support their friend who is now a grieving widow, right? And Sharon Stone's just moody and dramatic <laughs> and passing out all over the place. And My favorite part of this movie might be when Martha has an has had enough of stuff. Oh, and she slaps her? And, and slaps her and knocks her and out. Knocks her unconscious. Knocks her and it feels bad about it, but she was really yeah. pushing her to the edge because she's just a neurotic. Like, everything freaks oh, her out. It, it's so great. And there's, like, this fight to the death going on in the room, and every now and then the camera just shows Sharon's don't taking a nap. Yeah, it's just laying. It's really Slide great. on the ground. But yeah, you're right. From the moment Sharon Stone saw this spider, she is just a downer. Just yeah. a bummer. Very emotional. Very. I got to tell you, she should have She should have left with Sharon Stone at the end. I believe oh, that she yeah. should have done she, that. Well, I think that's very clear by yeah. the, the triple ending. Well, right, right. But I'm just saying. Or... But to support Sharon Stone, even like Sharon Stone's got a couple nuts loose. Clearly, she's had like what does her dream of the spider and the man have to do with is what is that? It doesn't. It has to do with it's nothing. None of this means anything. Yeah, she just has a dream where the spider is on her face and a big man is behind her, and she explains it a few times, whispering her name sometimes seductively. And she is freaking Martha out late in this movie when Martha's like, "Oh my god, I think somebody broke into my house." Sharon Stone's there, like. He was whispering yeah. to me, <laughs> just like this. Like, all right, you're not making anything. No, better. you're not. You're, you're freaking everybody nothing. out even more. <laughs> yeah. Are you aware that your friend is burning in a car right now? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, this is when they get the visit. So these girls just hang out for breakfast, and like I said, they're nineties and whatever. And this made me laugh. I, I genuinely laughed out loud when they pulled the curtains back in and her face is pressed up against the window. <laughs> it's the weird neighbor painter girl is mm -hmm. there with a huge basket of like two dozen eggs, like way yeah. more eggs than these three ladies ever so need. And eggs. she even says like, well, I'll bring more back this afternoon. And they're like, we think we're all set with the eggs there. <laughs> We're good. You give us 47 yeah. eggs, we'll be okay. Also, they've never met because she's introducing herself yeah. to this Martha person as though they, they've never met before. I don't know what age she's playing because she's the actress is like 25. Yeah. She's playing like she's 14. And an awkward She's bouncing on the bed? Oh, what was that? What is that? She goes into their bedroom. First, she's very awkward and makes very choppy conversation with the girls. Like you oh, said, yeah. like a 14-year-old, but a really, yeah. like, 
Oh, Sharon yeah. Stone and the jogger think it's hilarious. Yes. They're like, They're this like, girl's this little a farm wacky, girl's cray, wacky right. nut. Yeah. But she goes on the bed and then just starts bouncing? Bouncing? Like sitting and bouncing, like looking at Martha like... And Martha even tells her, please stop doing that. She's like, is this what you uh, do on this bed? Because yeah. I... Uh, because I like to do this on this bed. So weird. <laughs> it's really so weird. weird. It's a little bit after that that Martha's just like. Though it makes sense later. Strangely enough, for all the stuff that doesn't make sense in this movie. Oh, yeah. She talks about how she's sorry for Martha for losing her husband, right? I apologize. Mm-hmm. It's got to be hard. I had a bird once and he died. And I was very sad about my bird. That's what yeah, that's... I mean, relatable. She can understand. Yeah, she gets it. The the friend that goes running a lot. What is the scene? So she again, we just see her going for a run. She runs past some Amish people, I guess, trying to fix their buggy. And who's the dog? All of a sudden, there's like a like a. Oh my god, it's so great that when this girl Vicky, the one friend, the not Sharon Stone, goes mm-hmm. for a jog. She's into running, I guess. I don't know. She's into fitness. Who knows what her character's all about. She runs past a broken buggy. There's a couple Amish kids, and she's like, I'll race you to this tree. Right. And they run with her. It's kind of fun. And then you're right. She's surrounded by dogs. Yeah. No, just the one dog that does, like, what? this trick and jumps over her, and she maces it. And I, I don't... thought there were more than No, I thought there was just the one. Oh. All right. Okay. But she does mace. She pepper sprays the dog right in the face. Yes. Yes. It's a weird... I don't know where... It's not the Amish dog. It's just like a... It's Wolf just a dog random, in the woods? I don't know. It's like a random woods-dwelling dog. I guess. We saw them in Link. Remember, uh, Elizabeth Shue couldn't leave the property. Oh, yeah, because of the wild, wild dogs. dogs. That's right. Yes. That's right. But then the more oh. important thing that happens is she meets an Amish hunk. Yeah, John. I, I, I would have bet money that this is the same guy who's on that island uh, with um, Brooke Shields. But oh yeah, because he's got the curly yeah. hair and everything. He's got the same goofy curly hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's not him. No, no, mm. it's not him. I don't well, think it is. I didn't she check. is <laughs> so sweaty when she meets him because she's just had her run. There's sure. like sweat on the front of her blouse. There's sweat under her arms. But Amish guys don't care. This is most oh. skin he's seen like <laughs> on a talking? woman. Yeah. The, those know, Amish he, ladies don't even wear deodorant. Exactly. Like, he, this is this is a dream come true for mm-hmm. him, regardless of how sweaty she is. And the sweatiness, it's probably a turn on too. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. They they ha- kind of hit it off. They have a little oh time. They get to sit together. They chat. They share the clunkiest dialogue. Oh, yeah. I've seen in a movie since possibly the shish kebab scene in. Ah. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> in the meantime, while she's flirting with a farm boy, uh, mm-hmm. Martha's trying to drive the tractor around. Oh, my. And Sharon Stone goes to get a part for the tractor. And so now she's in this deadly barn. This is like a Sharon Stone one-woman show. This is, yeah. for, for a long stretch of this movie, it's just like, let's see what this actress can do. Mm-hmm. Let's just... Turn the camera on her and let her go to town. Walk her and through the barn. Is, mm-hmm. Oh, it's one part pretty good acting by her at times. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is just so goofy. So silly, terrible. right? So silly. She goes in this barn, goes to the tool shed. 
The barn door closes on her not once, but twice. All we needed from her is just one line. Before she goes to bed, before she meets the spider, before she does her nighttime shots, we just need one line of her talking about how she's afraid of spiders. It would make so much more sense because when she goes to the top of this barn and it's just Spiderweb City, yeah. like, I know she had a weird dream about a spider, but I didn't get the feeling that she was just afraid of spiders but everything that happens in here is spider 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 yeah. spider must be a sign of something must have been a message that i don't know she walks into a web and she's mm -hmm. a mess about that and then she finds a spider and she finds a shoe and then she falls down the stairs tumbles oh into gosh. some hay falls there's a spider on her yeah she does there's a spider a giant one like a tarantula not just like Right there on her chest. And again, the faces she's making. Mm. I want, if you did not watch this movie, I don't know if you can find this scene online. Just look for Sharon Stone's spider. It's, oh my God, raising her eyebrows, like giving goofy eyes, yeah. looking directly at the camera. Like, can you even believe this? Uh -huh. It is so weird. Kind of groucho Marxy. It's yes. what is going on. Yeah. And it goes on for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they told her to just go with it and she ran. But she's crying. She's doing a good job oh, of it's very crying, for her. too. Mm -hmm. Yes. The kid later is getting his hands whipped. Bad job of crying. Yeah, you terrible. Know, they just put drops in mm -hmm. his eyes. because he And he's, like, trying to sniffle. It's pretty bad kid acting. Yeah. No offense, kid. Nah, it's none taken from kid. Um, okay, good. <laughs> before she gets freed from this terrible escapade she's having in this spider barn, we see a man hanging from... Oh, Yeah. yeah. I forget his reveal. I think she finally sees the light and is trying to get out of the yes. barn. And right before she gets out of the barn, the body kind of hangs down. She has a dead body basically fall onto her pretty much. And, and you know, and we were making fun of how <laughs> later in this movie she's clearly traumatized. But after this... I get it. Yeah. After this, I don't even know why she's still there. Yeah, I don't know why they all stick around so long. There has to be hotels in town nearby. Well, I mean, I, I think we know why the jogger sticks around. She's kind of into this Amish oh, guy, and, yeah. and we know Martha doesn't want to leave. Martha's not leaving. Stone is just stuck there until the owner of the red convertible wants to leave. Having a small nervous breakdown. Um, this is when we meet our town cop for the first time, and he is really not encouraging. His... He leaves them with the words, if something happens, I ain't going to be in time to do anything but clean it up. There's it, nothing I'm going to be able to do about it, basically. He is the worst sheriff because he's putting, like, he's got the, the dead Michael Berryman on, like, a gurney or something. And they're trying to put him in the ambulance. And Ernest Borgnine shows up and is like, mm-mm, uh, sheriff, he's one of ours. We're going to take yeah. this body. And I was like, I don't know if they can do that yeah. uh, but the sheriff does not care he's okay with it and he's gone until the very end of this movie mm -hmm. when again he gives us nothing <laughs> yeah gives us nothing says like you said he says goodbye to sharon stone the end that's it that's all we needed him to do um so the the jogger and um john this amish boy man whatever uh they're kind of flirting but then Ernest Borgnine and John's wife-to-be show up. 
I do like this scene, though, because Ernest Borgnine talks to John the whole time and totally ignores this lady. Yeah. And he's like, you know what we think about these types of women. Uh, I think you need to head back with us right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's trying to talk, and he is not listening at uh-huh. all. Uh-huh. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So then Martha decides to take a very steamy bath. Steamiest bath I've ever seen. While her friends decide that they're going to have a good game of backgammon. Yeah. Um, just... <laughs> Back yeah. <laughs> it's like I guess the board game pickings are pretty slim here. I mean, you're at on a this farm. farmhouse. But yeah, she steams out. I guess when she you're needs at it. a farm, I would assume your board game game needs to be on point. Because what else are you doing? What else? You can have you do? to have a closet full of board games. Yeah, you would think. Maybe they just like backgammon. They're fans. They were ready to play it while she takes her bath. This is when she gets the snake in the bath. We just see some feet. They're very, it's <laughs> creaky floors of this house, but I guess a backgammon game could be very intense. Nobody hears the intruder come in because we see someone. This intruder had to, and, and you get the layout of this place. This intruder had to come through either a door or a window, probably a window. Right. Go through a bedroom, down the hallway, into the bathroom with a snake in their mm-hmm. hands. <laughs> Release this, leave without all undetected. Any of these three mm-hmm. ladies mm-hmm. hearing the intruder. And she does hear something. Martha does for a second, she thinks, in the bathtub. But it's she doesn't it's too steamy in there to really see anything, first of all. Um <laughs> And then, yeah, the snake is let loose. She she murders the snake with a fire poker. <laughs> Never explains to her friends. Like, a couple of times, they're like, well, what was it? What was it? She's just, she says nothing. She's like, what? I'm a snake, snake slayer. Um, yeah, there is no explanation. There's no talking afterwards. There's, there's no nothing. She kills a snake, and it's like, and scene. Great. Next day? Sure. Why not? Let's go get gas. Oh, yeah. Well, in between, we get that boy gets whipped at the church. Yes. Um, because Ernest Borgnine is not crazy with these uh, kids, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, going. I don't even know why he gets whipped. Why? Is it just because Michael Berryman's yeah, been I think killed it had to and do. they're like, yeah. I wonder what he was doing. And then the giant boy tells on the mean kid. I don't even know how to describe him. Mm-hmm. And then he is beaten by Ernest Borgnine, gleefully beaten by Ernest yes, Borgnine. Yeah, so excited. And all the rest of the Amish aren't too crazy about it. They're all kind of wincing and stuff as he gets hit. Not fun. Doesn't look like a fun gathering. Right. So, again, who is the murderer? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Somebody killed this guy with the tractor. Somebody killed Michael Berryman. Somebody's putting snakes in bathtubs. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Who? Who could it be? But let's go to a gas station. Yeah. Let's be there. It's a gas station in town. She. This is where Martha buys a gun, right? Martha gets a gun from the gas station attendant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's a good resource. Because her, you know, her jogger friend's like, hey, I just want to uh, go to the general store. I just want to pick up some stuff and flirt with Amish guys. Uh, yeah, right. You cool here? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just have to um, get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the jogging friend, Vicky, she goes into this... <laughs> She goes into this general store, and we see that uh, the Amish guy, Jim, and his bride-to-be are trying to pick out wedding gowns. Oh, yeah, out of a magazine? Yeah, from a catalog. Yeah. And I love how he's like, hey, you should wear that one. Uh 
See how low cut that is, and, and the fact that we can uh, see your arms. In yeah, it. yeah. And she turns the page and is like, "Nope, you see this one that looks like I'm wrapped up like a mummy. This is the That's one for me. That's the one. That's gonna fit me." And he's kind of like, "Well, all right, I guess whatever you it's, wanted." It's like whatever. Uh, I guess I'll get laid at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but then he makes eyesies with Vicky. Oh my God! It's so, and he totally so like funny. is like, "See ya." Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, "I just gotta go uh, do something else." <laughs> just walks over to her and she's like hey you want to go see a movie i guess amish people can do that and she even jokes and is like the movie's lassie meets godzilla i'm sure it's very wholesome well, yeah she does say something about it being godzilla i didn't hear it was lassie versus godzilla. lassie meets godzilla okay. yeah but melissa i wrote her name down i don't know why i know her name's melissa at oh this point. yeah the amish girl sees this and she just tears off crying yeah, she starts running he chases her and like this is a really weird scene yeah because he aggressively makes out for her uh-huh. and then is yelling how hard it is to wait it, it is possibly an attempted rape in public in broad daylight i'm not sure i'm not sure and he's he's very awkward because he chases her and then he's like no she's like she's prettier than i am he's like no you're the one i basically he comes off like I, i'm just horny i want to get laid and maybe if you lay me that will make me because yeah. he says it's just getting really hard to wait is the the issue and she seems like she's slutty so <laughs> right. i thought maybe yes. i'd go for that we cut back to Martha, who now has a gun. Yeah. And she's just she's been through some shooting practice. She's got to. You don't get a gun and not learn how to use it, mm-hmm. right? So she does a little target practice with her pal, Wendy. Yep. Um, Wendy? Who the oh, Wendy. Wendy? Sorry, Vicky. Oh, Vicky. Okay. <laughs> Is Wendy the painting No, girl? Vicky, Sorry. <laughs> Um, right, Vicky. Yeah, they shoot. I mean, I assume Sharon Stone is rocking back and forth in a corner. Yeah, shaking she's still the house like somewhere. she's doing some shots and like crying herself in a corner and spraying for bugs. Um, Melissa gets home. Melissa gets home, and they realize that she's been attacked. Yes. So yeah, the, her clothes are ripped. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this he was, was really aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, "Who did this to you?" And then. Now, John, the brother, gets a whipping from his dad, which tries to tries to that she Ernest stops Borden his dad. takes him into a barn and tries to whip like this 70 or this 27 year old. But he'll have none of it. He's not. No. He stops his dad. He fights back. Mm-hmm. And I didn't write down many lines from this movie because they're not that great mm. when he runs away and basically Ernest Bordenite kicks him out and he's like you're just as awful as your brother get out mm-hmm. and he says you're a stench in the nostrils of God oh, yeah, go I to hear. thy whore <laughs> wow uh, well and he does he goes and that's to it. thy whore yeah, he basically like banishes him yeah again he did try and rape that woman so maybe yeah you know, I'm not Maybe saying you should talk to your sh- son about boundaries instead <laughs> of just like exactly. banishing him. Right. <laughs> this is when our story diverges, kind of, because I thought she was joking about going to see a movie, but apparently Vicky was not. She mm-hmm. goes to the movies. Yeah, that's where by she was going by herself. She didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. And he hitches a ride, just sits in the bed of a truck, and then it is kind of funny when he jumps out and he's like, hey, thanks, man. That's great. Yeah. So he goes to meet her, mm-hmm. and Martha and Sharon Stone are back at the house, and the creepy neighbor 
woman shows up. The, the mother, mother. The painting yeah. girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Sharon Stone? She's knee deep in some National Geographic. Yeah. And does not have time for this woman's nonsense. No, no. She's like, listen, I'm just kind of stir up my own drama in my head here and make myself fall into this. And I don't need any more of you. But yeah. And like you said, this is when she's running around in like a silk nightgown. Yes. And why? Why did Vicky have to go to the movies and leave those two alone? Well, I'll tell you why. So that she can get her loving, I guess. But Oh, um, my God. Him just waiting as people walk out of this theater, and they're all couples except Vicky walks out alone. Sharon Stone has another spider dream. Sharon, I didn't know this was a dream, but she looks like a ghost. Like oh, said, yeah, when she's sleeping? She's yeah. super pale. It does not look like Sharon Stone at no. all, but these two hands, like reach out between the bedposts behind her and grab her head, mm-hmm. whisper weird stuff to her, make her open her mouth, and then the spider that was on the ceiling earlier drops right into her mouth. Mm-hmm. And she, like, wakes up coughing like choking, and choking. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Now, again, instead of uh, Martha being taken care of, we are taking care of Lana because Lana's got spider dreams. Yeah, um, Lana's got all sorts of problems. Her husband wasn't just brutally murdered. Right, exactly. <laughs> But she's she's a delicate flower. She's very fragile. Um, in the meantime, there's some fun to be had. We get a little Rod Stewart, Maggie May action. What is going on? She's the, teaching him how to drive. The Amish kids driving that sporty sports car of Vicky's, right? Oh, my God. It's hilarious. It's so fun. And he's a terrible driver. But it's like a joyride. Oh, he's terrible. He's terrible, but they're having, they're, you know, this isn't about driving. No, This is just about not. having fun. And then some heavy petting going on in that car. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> then it gets crazy. So they are making out this in a field. This movie goes from zero to a million in the last 10 minutes, I think we're in, basically. Suddenly, we see, what was her name? Jenny? No, what's the fiance's name? Melissa. Wakes up just like a lot. Like, they're making out in the back of the car in some field. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up, Melissa, and she's like, John! And then she grabs a knife. It's like it's she just... It's like she has psychic powers yes. to know when men she's into uh-huh. are making out with other ladies. She goes running with her knife. She interrupts their makeout session, basically, by jumping on top of the car and trying mm-hmm. to... She stabs John, kills him, and... Stabs him through, like... Mm-hmm. The roof of the convertible, like, cuts it so they don't hear, I guess? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then you're right. She stabs him in the back, and he's totally deadsies. Totally deadsies. Totes deadsies. She, totes deadsies. <laughs> but she's not done. No. She's not done. No, she's got some gasoline crazy. that she's about ready to pour oh all God. over the car. Luckily, our our friend Vicky is trying to get away. She starts the car and tries to drive, gets stuck in a hole. Just as I thought, oh, she's going to do it. She's going to get away <laughs> with maybe a little fire damage to the car. The ho- Sure, no. yeah. I mean, the, the trunk is a little bit on fire. What's the worst that could happen? No, no. I'll tell you what's going to happen. That car's going to explode. And no one's really going to care about Vicky after that. They're going to kind no. of wonder why she's out so late. But we never circle back. 
No, we never hear anything about no. this Mm-mm. at all. We never hear about John dying. We never hear about Vicky dying. Vicky, possibly my favorite of these three friends. Yeah. At least she's sort of fun. Yeah. And she's in it to win it. She's like, I'm stuck in Amish country. I'll just fuck some Amish. Like, yeah. Let's just we'll do just make this. this work. Yeah. And she's gone out of this movie done, never mentioned by anyone again, which is crazy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. After this, we cut back to the house, and I love this scene because we just saw Sharon Stone acting totally crazy, just hyperventilating, losing her mind, and now it's like a weird role reversal. Sharon Stone's like, Martha, you seem depressed. Yeah. i just make you a peanut well, butter Yeah, she sandwich. wakes up from her nap, and she's like, I know, Martha. I'll make you some PBJ. <laughs> and Martha's like, all right, you crazy kitten. Go on in there and do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And she pours her a big glass of blood. Oh. Oh my god! <laughs> and she goes to the bridge, and now nothing, nothing that Mar- that <laughs> Lulu or whatever Sharon Stone's character touches can be just regular. She's no, not going to just no, make a PBJ. Because no. this giant glass of blood, when she sees it, drops it on the ground. That's it. She's basically now, now catatonic she's, yes, for the rest exactly. of the movie. Now she's in a state of shock that she can't recover from. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, she was gonna get gonna get back on track with that PB and J. Yeah, was gonna set <laughs> it, it all straight. Cup of milk was her. all she needed. And now there's some crazy. What's the scarecrow thing going on in her room? Someone, yeah, someone rigs up. Well, Martha goes back in her room. She's like, "Oh my god, all the windows are open. I didn't open these." And she closes them and locks them. And then later, after the blood fiasco, she goes. Maybe I better go check those windows yeah, one yeah, more time. Yeah. And she opens her door, and someone has rigged up a scarecrow with rope and a pulley system. Like it's, weird. it's bonkers Intricate. that any of this would ever happen. And for what and why? Yeah, and I mean, this would take hours to set up, and she was just in the room closing the window. Now she goes to the grave to dig up Jim's grave. She- she, yeah, she basically does. I guess she just leaves Sharon Stone alone in this yeah, house. Yeah, not a seems good like choice. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah, not a good choice to leave your very fragile friend behind, but she does. She goes to Jim's grave and just chickens fly out of his grave. Oh my God, when she opens it and chickens. Yeah, jump. I was like, what there's the- also, when she's in the grave, did you know there's a moth? That flies down and flies in her hair and she like swats it away and looks like almost looks at the camera like, is that are we? Nope. Nope. No, we're still okay, going. Then OK, let's, let's keep going. It. Let's make it work. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see that. So chickens jump out. Martha then wanders into the painting barn, the barn that the mm-hmm. that the girl paints in. I do have to say, I enjoyed her paintings. I like. I her did weird too. I like the house one. Yeah. Yeah. But now this one that Martha stumbles upon is like Martha in this like black dress. Mm-hmm. Like, like a wedding dress. Yeah. But, like a black wedding dress. Yeah. Her husband is in the painting too, but his face has been removed mm-hmm. or not painted in. Mm-hmm. She Super also finds creepy. that her husband has been uh, sort of tied up or propped up standing. Oh, yeah. Ugh, creepy. In this barn. Now this is when I start to not get confused, but there's just so much happening there is. so quickly. Because we see the Amish woman who just set a car on fire. Mm-hmm. She's outside with a knife. The neighbor, the painter girl, seems to kill the Amish fiance. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. There was just a lot happening at this point. I was like, who's what? Everybody looks the same. They're all blonde. Everybody in this shot is blonde. Yeah. Martha tries to run away at this point. She's like, this is totally crazy. She- I just watched an Amish girl be killed. But the the daughter, the, the woman who paints, she tackles her. And this is when her shirt pops open. Yeah. Revealing her very flat chested nature. Wait, what is the, before they kill the Amish girl, the Amish girl is like in this white robe doing this weird. She's chanting. Chant, right? What What is that? She's trying to conjure up spirits or something? Because I'm so confused. Is she the one who dug up Jim? Is she trying to say something to bring Jim's body back to life? No, I thought that the painter girl dug up Jim. But why would the painter girl dig up Jim if she's totally into Martha? I To motivate Martha? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So much goes on that I'm like, what did we need this for? Like, what did we need her to do that for? What did we need her? Yeah. Why do we need her? Why do we need this painting girl to be a quote unquote Half and half. Yeah, she's what, half what are we doing? Because her mom suddenly jumps in and mm-hmm. she's like, oh no, she saw you and she knows. Yeah, the now mom that tries to get her half. all fired up and she's like, yeah, yeah. She's made fun of I you about you it. I know you love her. Yeah. I know you're totally into Martha and you wanted to marry her, but uh, remember, she's going to have a baby. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, oh, yeah. right. So now yeah. she's motivating her daughter to now kill Martha. Mm-hmm. So, of course, what does Martha do? Runs back. Because what does Sharon Stone need? More hysteria in her life. Yeah, she just needs it. So bring it. <laughs> bring it to her. So Martha finally gets home. And it looks like like Lana's a little medicated now, maybe. All yeah, right. Sharon Stone seems to have... Maybe she... Went back upstairs and got that bottle. Yeah. I don't know how much was left in there, mm-hmm. but she seems really out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and again, still neurotic. And Martha ain't got no time. Yeah, Martha ain't got no time. No, no, no. Because Martha comes back and she's like, oh, my God, I got this gun. Let me get this gun because yeah. these crazy people are coming. Mm-hmm. She fires the gun wildly at the door. Well, like someone's someone trying to come to at the door. Th- yeah, someone's not breaking it down. Yeah. But again... That could be your jogger friend. Like, what are you well, doing? Well, your jogger friend's not ripping the door open. Your jogger friend's opening the door and saying the movie was great. <laughs> but that's yeah. not what's uh, happening. Last he defeated Godzilla, it was awesome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's not what's happening here. Somebody is trying to bust in. So she shoots at the door several times. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like we're all good. But then... In the meantime, uh, Martha has knocked Sharon Stone on the Oh, yes, yeah, slapped just her silly. Slapped, her, slapped silly. her so hard across the face that it just took her down. Yes. She apologized. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. But Martha was... Or Sharon Stone was, like, freaking out on her, and she just needed her to fucking be quiet, basically. Oh, yeah. No, you got to... Listen, you have, a, you have a cannon in your hands, and there's a crazy woman, possibly two, that are after you right mm-hmm. now. Sharon Stone is not helping Back this situation. It up. So she shuts her up and then gets into this wild battle with the mom. I well, don't know what her name is. She shoots the daughter. Oh, yeah. The daughter comes flying through the window. Yeah. She loves it. She loves a window entry. <laughs> and she puts a bunch of holes in her mm-hmm. and then, of course, drops the gun mm-hmm. and wanders into her bedroom where the mom then jumps in. Yeah. It's a whole thing. She maces the mom. Mm-hmm. The, the the two stunt doubles of theirs have a really crazy fight in that bedroom. Yeah. 
I mean, they're slamming each other against furniture. They're on the floor wrestling. They're back up slamming. Yeah, it's crazy. But then who comes to rescue at the end? She wakes up. The most up. unlikely of heroes. <laughs> Lana or Sharon Stone comes in because she's about to kill her. She's got some kind of big stick that she's going to take to... To Martha and Sharon Stone shoots just in time, and now she's hysterical again. She's just a hot mess again after she shoots her. She's crying. She just murdered somebody. And now we sure. think, all right, well, we've murdered. I just figured it was oh the crazy God. half and half that now killed all these people because she's a little sure. crazy half and half. But now we have our crazy-eyed fiancé is back. She's not dead, and also... The painter daughter's not uh-huh. dead. So these two now have a <laughs> have a fight. Mm-hmm. And John's fiance, she stabs this painter girl to death. Yeah. And she's all crazy eyed. Oh, and nuts. suddenly the door busts open and Ernest Bordenine, we haven't seen him in a half hour. Who knows where he's been? He he opens the door and he's like, Oh, oh, whoa, hey, don't kill these two ladies. The incubus is dead. Yeah, you've done you your job. It. Yeah. It was that half and half. Uh-huh. Let's go home. Yeah, you did it. This is just in my notes where I wrote, what followed by 20 question marks? <laughs> it's because it's true. Yes, and Then exactly. I have the what because our next scene is where, now you would think it would just be a, she maybe she should take the our blessing sign down and a couple of little you know, mementos from the house, and she should move on. She should leave this land and leave this house, right? Here's the thing. If you've seen enough horror movies like I have, there are many ways to end this. Mm -hmm. One is, honestly, you could have had a wide shot of Ernest Borgnine and this crazy Amish woman walking away, and you could have rolled credits there. Right. The end, done. Like you said, it would have been pretty nice if she's taking the sign down and she's like, Sharon Stone, I think I'm ready to go back to L.A. Let's go back together. You could have ended the movie there. You could have ended the movie with, like she says, telling Sharon Stone, you know what, I'm going to work the fields. Yeah. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to see this through for the season. Mm -hmm. You could have ended it there. But they don't do any of that. No, 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 no. Just when you think we're done. Oh, boy, no. are we not. Not just one weird thing happens now, but two really weird things so happen the first, in this movie. first weird thing, she closes the door. And like you said, you think, or uh, Mar- Martha does. She goes back into her house. It's her home sweet home. She's gotten rid of the friends. The incubus is dead. So she closes the door and leans her head on the door and all of a sudden, the house gets very, oh, it very gets dark. So dark. I gotta tell you, I was, I was legitimately. A this is when bit you got nervous. Yeah, this, this yeah. was the see. I agree. This whole ending thing was what freaked me out. Because I was like, nothing has been scary in this no. movie Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. I mean, unless you're afraid of spiders, nothing's been scary. It's been dumb fun, which we're used to in this podcast. Those seem to be the only horror movies we watch are just dumb, goofy nonsense. And when it got dark, I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Something terrible is going to happen. And then we see it's the ghost of her husband. Yeah. Jim is all bloody in there. And she's like, oh, Jim, Jim. And he just warns her. He says, beware of the incubus. Yeah. And you're like, what does that mean? And again, I thought it was going to end here. Like, okay, she thinks she's okay. Mm-hmm. But now her dead husband's sure. ghost is warning her about the incubus. <laughs> Do you want to say what happens next? No, go ahead. So suddenly the house starts to shake and Mm -hmm. out from the floor, mind you, from the floor below Martha comes, I guess, the incubus. 
Yeah, I guess this, so. It like, is a creature, this demon creature that rises. Yeah. And it is just... a 100% monster yes. I mean, it is a mm -hmm. monster in a movie that has not had monsters not at all. in it and not even a hint of them yeah. not even where they yeah and we just think the incubus is like a like a man that makes poor choices or half and half sure. that makes poor choices right. um, this this monster thing comes from the floor and basically eats her up and then we just do like see more spider grabs webs. her mm -hmm. and pulls her back down under the floorboards, which then in in cool film reversal, like go back together. Yeah. Then it focuses on a spider web for honestly no reason. No. It's not like the incubus was a giant spider-man. No. Wow. And I don't know. Oh, we forgot to say at the beginning of this movie, there's a bunch of voiceover nonsense from who knows who. Oh and yeah, the and then it ends, ends with this creepy like and then and it doesn't really make sense either. None of what it he makes says. Sense. Yeah. It's just like and then the ancient evil that was super evil did evil things and you should watch for the evil that On is around the land you. with like, the people. Oh, right, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And then that's it. And that's where this movie ends. I will say that I did not love this movie. No. I didn't really enjoy watching it. Mm -mm. The ending was super fun. Yeah. Like, I loved it. From the moment they're making out in a car yeah. until the end of this, I was like, this is fantastic. Why wasn't this the movie the whole time? But I found it, it was very draggy. Yeah. And for something that was only like an hour 40 maybe mm -hmm. it felt really long because nothing happened for long stretches yeah, I, I would say it was a little meh it had enough kind of goofy stuff happening and enough just like you said how they were just throwing things against the wall like oh they're just trying anything um and watching the terrible acting go down was sort of entertaining enough so it was it was entertaining i wouldn't recommend somebody else see it or right don't feel like i'm a better person for having seen it but it wasn't terrible how's that for a review no i think that's good i i think that i might give it a few more points for like i did actually laugh out loud when they pulled the curtain back and the yeah. painter girl had her face pressed against the glass yeah. and the ending kind of scared me so yeah if that's all you're looking for from your movie is a few laughs and a scary scene you got it in this check if it you out want anything more it's not worth it this is not it yeah. What's your recommendation? My recommendation is a movie called Bad Day at Black Rock. Oh. Um, it's a movie that stars Spencer Tracy. Mm. And I don't really want to get, you know, get into it or give away what happens. But anyway, it's a small town um, off of a railroad station sort of in the West. So there's not a whole lot of people there. So Spencer Tracy one day shows up and he's an outsider and everyone's wary of him. And they're not sure why he's here, but he's like, oh, I'm just looking for somebody. And you get a sense that something bad has happened in this town. Ooh. But he's confronted by a bunch of toughs. And ah. Ernest Borgnine is one of them. Ah. And it's kind of a great young Ernest Borgnine who gets the shit beat out of him in a scene by a oh. very old Spencer Tracy. Ah. It's really fun. Fun. Yeah, it's a good... Movie, if you like westerns, it's good. If okay. you like um, like mystery movies, it's good. So, uh, okay. yeah, check it out. All right. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, the passion that the mother of the half and half had for <laughs> defending her half and half. Sure. And the, the, um, the setting, I guess, the, the 
middle of nowhere sort of setting reminded mm-hmm. me of that. It's I think it. I don't think the movie itself won an Academy Award. I think it was nominated. But I know Frances McDormand won an Academy Award. That three billings outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Did you see that 2017? Three billboards? Yeah, what did I say? Three billings? Three billings. Three billboards outside of <laughs> Ebbing, Missouri. Excuse right. me. 2017. I, I did not see it. It actually. was a really good movie. Yeah. It's like a dark... It's it's like a dark... Com- well, not really a comedy. But there is comic parts to it. Sam uh-huh. Rockwell does an amazing job. Woody Harrelson is great in it and Frances McDormand won the award and she so deserves it. And it's like a mother that seeks justice for her murdered daughter. Um, Rockwell is like a deputy um, mm-hmm. and Woody Harrelson is the sheriff of this town. Uh, they are much more um, capable officers than the ones we saw in this movie. But <laughs> it's it's a really good movie. Really good movie. Um and uh, I recommend it. It's not scary, but it's good. Yeah. No YouTube recommendation. No, not no, this no. time. I took right. it very you know seriously. I, I get it. Yeah. I understand. I didn't know if you were going to come at me with that Sharon Stone, Stone movie thing, but you know what? That's a good choice. And I should see it. I should. Yeah, There's... it was a good one. I'm going to recommend it to you. Right. To you specifically. Okay. Oh, right. no, no. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> this is me and only me. Mm-hmm. All right, so now you get to choose from the list. Oh, another again, number? Another number. Between one and 30. Seven. Movie seven. Okay, so next time we talk to you guys, we will be discussing another movie from the early 80s called Motel Hell. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like how sad you sound. You're like, oh, great. Motel hell. I bet it'll be another happy birthday to me. Or maybe a sleepaway camp. I can't take it anymore. So who knows? Who knows if it'll be good? Who knows if it'll be bad? Who knows if it'll be legitimately scary? But we will find all that out two weeks from now. And... And that's our last horror movie. Yeah, that's it. That wraps out Horror Movie October. Yes. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Again, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are either found if you just type in Good Times, Great Movies, or GTGMcast. Depending on where you're looking for us, you can find us on all those places. That's where we, if we do make any changes to movies that we're going to cover... We will post them there. Um, That's where sometimes if a movie can only be found on YouTube, I will put the link up there. So follow us on those. Uh, Make sure you rate and review us wherever you get the show, Mm -hmm. iTunes or otherwise. It really helps us. And we'll talk to you in two weeks. See ya. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say. Save you from
tight. Pig brain! I would just respond in emojis, like that shrug face emoji and maybe the crazy eye emoji. <laughs> and like a little, you know, the one emoji that has like the one raised eyebrow? Yeah. Because that, that's open for interpretation. It you is. Know? Like, it what is. What do I mean by <laughs> Right. Do I want him to know what the rock yeah. is cooking? Or am I just confused? <laughs> or smell what the rock is cooking? I don't remember. <laughs>